and welcome to Tom Talks, right? Did we agreed on this? <laughs> I thought it was Tom Talks Aloud. All right, Tom Talks Aloud. I'm, I am just the humble host of it, Daryl Taylor. Uh, but Tom King is the person you want to hear from, so. I want to hear from you, Daryl. No, you, no one wants to hear from me. They want to hear from you. That's why they subscribe. Nobody, nobody <laughs> wants to hear from That's a ridiculous concept. Oh, that they, they want to hear. Uh, and basically what this is, is we'll, uh, this is a catch-up uh, kind of thing. And we'll, so people will know, like, when trades, collected editions are coming up of your work. If there's delays, which we will talk about. With some of your projects, uh, stuff that's wrapping up, things of that nature, and hopefully when cons and stuff are coming or whatever you have, appearances or whatever, you can mention that as well. So we'll be, be doing that, what, every, once, we'll do it, what, the beginning of the month and in the end of the month. Wouldn't that be so, kind yeah. of... So we're, we're going to experiment with this, see what works. Yeah. It's just a different way to hear from me, I guess. Right. Right. If you, if you're like, man, I don't want to read this guy's terrible words. Now you can listen to you can listen to my terrible words. <laughs> exactly. Makes so it you all. have multiple avenues to Tom's terrible words. That's the new thing. It makes it <laughs> all <laughs> worth it. We'll, we'll we'll find whatever you know. We'll answer questions that people ask that they want to hear. Yeah. We'll you know read comics and talk about that. We're just we're gonna play with this format. This is all brand new to me. Um, and, and Daryl is a very experienced podcaster, so he's not new to any of well, this. Well, Substack is is brand new to me. As well, so uh, not exactly. Welcome, new welcome material. to Substack. Yes. All right. Well, uh, I'll throw out. We do have a collected edition coming in July. Um, finally, Supergirl: Women of Tomorrow is coming up, the paperback, and that will be yes. dropping July twenty-sixth. I'm very excited. But, oh wow! So that's I'm just doing it in my head. So I'll be right after San Diego. So I San Diego, so. I'll probably be doing lots of stuff with it. Right. Yeah. Right. I could not be more excited about this because that is something I want lots of people to read. Yes. Supergirl's Supergirl's one of those books that was like internet popular, but not mm-hmm. print popular. And as much as I love internet popular, print popular is. <laughs> It'd be nice. It'd be it's nice. Very nice. And I, I, and being as someone who read it. I do, I do think it's it's uh, it's an enjoyable book, and for those, it's a good gift too for anybody in your life who's a Supergirl fan um, that hadn't read this. Then this is definitely a nice little gift that you can give somebody. I I, I could not be prouder of how that book came out in terms of uh, how it looks. I mean, Bilquis Evely and and Matisse Lopez uh, it, it drew it absolutely perfect. It's a beautiful told, book. Told the perfect story. Yeah, it's it's. One of the most beautiful books, of, if not the most beautiful book that came out this year. Uh, if it wasn't competing with my other books, I would, I would, I would say exactly. it. Uh, and it's, it's exactly what I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. which is it's a definitive exploration of why Supergirl is awesome and why she should be at the center of the DCU yes. in, in, um, in, eight, in eight issues. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was a departure of a book for me a little bit because I had not used captions since Vision, so it's been like five years and I had to sort of discover how to use captions again. And I was right. using this um, very different voice and sort of channeling this Ruthie who was like sort of this alien that kind of had sort of a very sp- continuity friendly for those who get, you know, who are very much about how does this fit in the timeline? It's not something where you, it, it will clash with, with any other super, super girl stories. I don't think it's like a nice little, 
this is something that happened in the many adventures of Supergirl. Yes, and this is a nice piece in, in that it's like Vision, um, and unlike Mr. Miracle, where this is in continuity. This book happened yes. in, in main yes. DCU. Like, what what you're reading happened mm-hmm. and will have impact, and everything that, that, that is in there will sort of be going forward. Right. Uh, but it's a completely self-contained story that you don't have to know anything to go into. So so if you want to read a book that matters, but you don't have to know about everything else, you can get to Supergirl for that. Exactly. Exactly. And I think we're we're doing some big I I've I'm told I probably shouldn't announce it yet, but we're doing some big New York thing to do with this trade. So you'll see lots more stuff from this. Exactly. Another reason why to check in here with the uh Tom Talks allowed. allowed. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be I really should have called when I was blogging Tom Types. Right. That is what you should have said. See, look at that. That would be the one. Tom types for stuff you write and Tom talks for a recorded podcast like. I went to college for four years. Yeah, yeah. So that's that that big old brain working there. Hey, there you go. That's only like three months late. Pretty good. Well, you figured it out. I think you figured it out. You can, you can maybe <laughs> change some things. It's your, it's your Substack. You can do what you want. No, it's, 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 it's our Substack. Elsa and I share the Substack. Oh well, I did it different than other people. Exactly. So, uh, uh, all right. So we got that worked out. Um, you want to get into? Uh, there's some stuff, some news that came out about Danger Street. Yes, Danger Street has been indefinitely delayed. Sounds like, oh my god, it'll never come out. Yeah. But it's just been taken off the schedule until they figure out how they want to release it. Okay. Which is different than indefinitely delayed. It just means I don't, I don't really have a time that it's going to come out yet because mm-hmm. the publisher has not decided on the time. Yeah, I wanted you to talk about it because I, I've seen online some talk like it's canceled or something, and I wanted you to. To make you know, to let people know that it is not something that's canceled. It's just you don't. No, have no, a no, no. Yet. It's it's not at all something that that was canceled. It was. Uh, I mean, all the scripts are written. It's done. Yeah. Um. And Jorge is drawing it. He's drawn the first issue and uh, some of the second. Or no, he finished the second issue. He's he's getting through it. Uh. But <laughs> what's happening is just in looking at sort of the release date. It's. I, I mean, I don't want to. I mean, sounds like I'm bragging, but but. Uh, it's become a big thing. Like, like it's, it seems like a very sort of special project that mm-hmm. we're doing. It's a comic unlike any other. And DC was like, we they didn't like the release plan they had for it based on how big it's getting. So DC was like, we're going to pull this off the schedule until we figure out a place to put it where we can make it as big as it needs to be, was basically the decision. I, and right, that right. makes me happy because what that means is while they're making this decision, mm-hmm. corporations take a long time to make big decisions. Yes, yes, they do. He's a big corporation. Uh, Jorge just keeps drawing. So yes. I, I want them to take as much time as they can because that just means Jorge gets ahead and ahead. Right. And he doesn't, you know, uh, kill himself and he can live his life and the comic can come out on time, which are two things I want to happen. Oh, of course. Of course. So, uh, which is, I mean, that, that, that's all it is, is, is it's a project waiting to happen. And since the first issue hasn't come out yet, I don't feel it's like delayed because it hasn't even come out yet. Right. Right. Yeah. I wanted to, to let that be out there. Um, Bat and a Cat issue 12 should be coming out when? 
three weeks, two, three weeks. Um, sometime I, I don't know. It's tough because it's bi-monthly, so yeah. it's hard to yeah. figure out exactly my, in my brain. And they don't. I, I should I should say like like you would think creators would know when their works come out, but we really don't. I don't know one creator who could be like, okay, this is what I have coming out like two Wednesdays from now, three Wednesdays from now. Ninety percent of of creators I know, you know your books coming out when your comps arrive four days beforehand. Right. There was you, there was one time I let you know about a book. I thought you knew, and then you were like, "Oh, <laughs> I didn't know." Like I, I just got yesterday my comps for Killing Time number three, which means next Tuesday Killing Time number three will come out. I guess it's a week beforehand. Right. Um, so that's that's kind of how I keep track. Comps arrive, that means the book is coming out very soon. Uh, so I think yeah, two or three weeks. It's a really big issue because, uh, you know, they get married. Right. And I've seen the art and it's gorgeous. I've seen the wedding art and it's gorgeous. And uh, Clay does some of the best work, and we finally sort of close out this what has become a three-year journey on this Batcat book. Um, so, I mean, it was such a big journey. It influenced the movie. The movie came out. The movie's on beyond demand, and the yes. book is still coming out. That's how big this journey has been. It just got a sequel pickup. It's gonna they're gonna do a, a, a sequel to this, so that's even, I know. even better. And Scott and I are gonna fight whether it's gonna be Court of Owls or War of Jokes and Riddles. <laughs> Maybe a little I bit think, of both. I think Scott's gonna win. I honestly in my heart of hearts, I think he's gonna win with that Court of Owls thing. That's a pretty Maybe. solid thing. And they've already said they kinda want that that for the next one. So Scott right. Scott's like in a good lead here. He's yeah. He's if if we're on if 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 we're on the starting line, uh, he he's at least like 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 fifty yards ahead of me starting battle. But I'm 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 a comeback kid, and I ha- on my side I have. If you haven't seen the end of the book, there are some hints that it could be a war of jokes and riddles. Yes. Yeah. And so I at least have he just has speculation of what it could be. Right. I have actual evidence in the movie, so I have some small amount of momentum to help me catch up but he seems like he's going to win this battle of well to be fair Matt Reeves weaved in like three different uh, stories in that in that uh, movie so I mean there's nothing that to say that they, he can't fit you know both in that's true I, I saw in that movie I saw I saw my stuff and sort of the romance mm-hmm. stuff and I saw a lot of Scott's stuff especially the 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 final part with the, the sort of hope in the darkness, which 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 Scott does so well. Um, oh, you both do. Oh well, and, that was, and, I mean so. that's a main part of both. I mean, well, I think that's a main even uh, of Tinian's. I think that's a main part of, of of Batman's deal, right? You know, he no matter how much you put on him, <laughs> no matter how much he has to carry, he he finds a way to find that hope, and that's. Kind of Very true, that. but there's something I don't know. When I was watching it, there's something in that last third of that movie that felt like I was reading a Scott Snyder comic. Like that, it it did sort of feel that way. At the same way, you know, I I felt like I was reading a Tom King comic when two people were making out. But that's how I always well, felt. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, and then of course uh, when a sad emo guy is making out with 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 a with with a confident beautiful woman, that's like oh, that's there's Tom King. There comic. you go, or nudity. But uh, the long, <laughs> the long Halloween, of course, was in there. I mean, a lot of long Halloween, yeah. I, I even think that he hinted at maybe that Venom, um, you know, story where yeah. he takes the, you know, the vial. That's a lot of hush. I felt like like 
Hush was in that, yeah. The Riddler, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Jeff Jeff Loeb was all over that thing. I feel like yeah. it was kind of like it was it was you know Hush and Long Halloween were kind of like the spine of it, and the rest mm-hmm. of us kind of kind of branched off from there. But I I, I, I feel yeah. like I saw a little branch for me, and definitely saw a branch for Scott, and definitely James stuff yeah. there too. Yeah. There's been he did he mixed up a ton. I mean that's, it was like seeing a comic book on the screen. He weaved it, yeah. It was it was really well right. weaved in in the comic book world. It it, it felt. Like I was watching a comic book, but in a good way. Like, yeah. you know, it was well done that way, I think. Very much so. Um, all right, so we have that. Uh, Batman Killing Time. Now, how many issues is that going to be? It's going to be six issues, so we're halfway through this week, and it's going to be on time. I think nice. we can almost officially say, because a lot of them are in the can. So Marquez is killing it. He's getting mm-hmm. through it. It's a 28-page issues so he's got a lot to draw for each issues but he's 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 getting it done and it's beautiful now any news on how it'll be collected would it be uh uh hardcover maybe i don't know if i assume they'll go hardcover first that would be my guess with a book that usually if your book sells pretty well in Mm -hmm. in um in floppies they'll give you a hardcover and this is selling really well so i'm I'm it's considered black this is black label right or is it? No, it's not, not black label. Okay. But it's it's year two. Okay. It's not happening concurrently. It's happening in the past. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we look forward to that. Um. Well, we'll keep. And it's, it's, it's good that the the next issue introduces the character uh, called the Help, mm-hmm. which I I know that's a super racist movie that I don't like, but it's <laughs> it's a cool name for this this uh a uh, uh, a supervillain or, or and and I I think he's gonna be. I haven't created. Well, it's one thing about Batman I regret is like, I didn't create like really good rogues galleries. Uh, so I was like, as soon as I was like, I got my hands on Batman, again, I was like, oh, I'm gonna create a, oh. a good rogues gallery. I so did I, try I, to tell you to create more bad guys. But... I know I created one, but nobody cared. It was it was Master Bruce, uh, and and nobody liked him. Yeah, was, but you barely used him. You gotta. It was like gotta, a little serial killer kid. You gotta throw some more in there. You can't just have a serial killer kid and that's it. <laughs> Gotta, he thinks he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have a little bit more in there. I th- you got some good ideas you had that he didn't do, but he had some good ideas. I'm glad you you did the the help when we talked about it. I liked the I liked what you were where you were going with that character. So I look forward to. He's I, cool. I was reading the comics because I got the comics. I was reading. I was like, man, this character is cool. Yeah, yeah. He has, he has like a knockout fight with Batman, and his his thing is that he's uh like an 80 year old man. He's a very old. You know, everyone is, is bringing in new characters, and they're bringing in in like young hip characters. And I made an old white dude, <laughs> so that's I'm going wow. against the grain. But he's he's a he's a very old man, but he's seen it all, done it all, mm-hmm. and he's kind of bored by it. Like he's been he's been training for years. He trained with Ducard and Rosal Ghoul, and like, like he's just been around forever. I modeled him in my mind after when Cable came on to the X Men back in like the early '90s. Right. He was an old guy who just been in every fight already when he arrived I remember that just blowing my brain i was like i've never seen this guy and he's already knows everybody and he's already beat them up so that that's kind of my model for the help and i i really i like him so he yeah he debuts in number three which is on next week okay uh and now human target what is the schedule uh with that so human target we're following the football season so it went out in winter and we're coming back in the fall okay so we'll be back in september with human target seven uh, which I've seen the art for, and it is beyond gorgeous. Uh, it's 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 the like if people have been following Human Target, every issue sort of features 
a, a JLI member. Um, and so this is the fire issue. So if you're a fire fan, issue seven is your issue. It's, it's, and, and you can imagine, you know, fire is a, is a Brazilian supermodel and a, a Greg draws just the most beautiful people in comics. So this is a very beautiful people comic. And the hardcover, uh, for human target book one is, is set to come out September 13th. Uh, so, so oh far, yeah, right beforehand. Coming. Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah. So you'll be able to catch up on the first six right before you start seven, yeah, okay. which I think is a great model. Yeah, I think that's that's a, that's a really good good model. Yeah, this this book has the best art in comics. Um, oh, for sure, for sure it does. Uh, I know I, I've said about all the books I'm working on because they're all my children. But uh, and just in, in you you can't look at Greg's art and look away. It's just it's absolutely amazing. And some of his art is being featured on TV as we speak, because he did the Moon Knight run, obviously. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. That, that was very influential on the current Moon Knight show. Very true, very true. Um, all right. Any, you know, what else do we have in terms of your DC stuff? Is there anything I'm missing? Uh, I have Dark Crisis one-shot. Superman's coming out. That's right. With, uh, with, with Burnham. Chris and Burnham, that's great. Burnham, the great Chris Burnham, and I'm just getting the art in for it, and it is excellent. It's a story about, um, for people who are big Superman fans and saw that moment sort of where Superman was 12 years old, and then he went away and he came back and he was 17 years old, um, and sort of Clark missed the teenage years. He missed 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was such a heartbreaking moment. I'm I'm the father of a teenage boy who's 13 now. Can you believe Charlie's 13? Isn't that crazy? I feel so old. Don't you feel old? Yes. Uh, and to think of those years being robbed from me is just heartbreaking. Yeah. And I think it's sort of one of the one of the tragedies in Superman's life that he didn't have those years with his son. I would, you know, if someone's like, "Hey, Tom, would you rather have like, you know, your arm or those years?" I would be like, "Take my arm. I want the years." Like I like. I would not want to miss those years. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so this is a tale of those years. It's a, it's a tale of the years that Superman missed of, of him actually being with his son in his teenage years. So it's, it's, it's that, that's what it's centered on. I can't give you the context for what it is. Cause right. it has to do with dark crisis. And right. Big, and this sort of huge crossover is going to change DC, but that's the, that's the context for this story. It's just, it's about Clark and John finally experiencing those teenage years together. All right, all right. Now, uh, for your creator-owned stuff, uh, what's going on? That's that's all. It does feel like you're missing something, right? Or is it something that just hasn't been announced yet that you know about and I know about, and I can't say anything until you? I mean, I have another six-issue series that's coming out, but we haven't. Yeah, that hasn't been announced yet. About another DC six-issue series that, of course, hasn't been announced. I haven't started it yet. So there's a lot of content and i'm pitching three dc series right yeah. now so yeah there's a lot more coming but i think we covered the current yeah everything that has been put out there that you can announce we discussed there's so a far. lot coming now. yeah but we there's plenty coming though there's plenty coming down the pike um, did you see the kite man thing today yes i did i did see that uh, that's very bizarre i know i know I think I'm gonna do a post on Substack on how that went down, sort of how 
You should. Oh yeah, it came about. That's very weird. What it makes me think of is I was at San Diego. It was like two in the morning. Um, I was with Con- our friend, our mutual friend Constance, who uh-huh. runs an expo cons, and we were at the bar because San Diego goes, you know, it's all night. Yeah. And a, 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 a guy came up to our table who was he seemed very smashed. And he was like, I got to tell you something. I got to. And we're like, oh my god, this is gonna be terrible. Like, like, uh, but he's he's like, I'm a writer on uh, a Harley Quinn show, which hadn't come out yet. And he's like, and we're putting Kite Man in it. Kite Man, hell yeah! And it's gonna be. And I was like, this sounds like the dumbest idea ever. This will never work. Like, whatever this guy's preaching, the network's gonna cut. And now it's its own TV show. Yeah. I remember I had tried. To, did I or did I not try to talk you into trying to pitch a a Kite Man miniseries or a one shot? Uh, yeah, no, you have talked me into that. Or, yeah. Hey, Kaiman's, I, but you know, it's funny. When I left Batman, that was the one thing my editor said to me. He said, he's like, put down Kaiman. Just move on. Just move on. I was like, all right. Oh, that, that, I think now, I think you you should have another talk. <laughs> he's such a sad character if you read the I know, but he's such Batman. a, but I'd love to see him go on a mission like thing you know like you know it's not gonna go work out but still it's just the point of the hope of it that this guy can turn around it's kind of i think that's the journey right like i think it's what we enjoy watching and reading about this guy it's like it's the journey of of him trying to to achieve better even though everything is falls against him He's modeled after maybe my favorite character in fiction, not counting Captain Kirk, who is Charlie Brown, who I named my oldest son after. His yeah. name is Charlie. Uh, I mean, obviously, like he was modeled after Charlie Brown forever. His name is Char- Chuck Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that I mean, that's the point of Charlie Brown is like yeah. he never kicks the football. He never wins the baseball game. He gets a rock <laughs> in his. But he always tries. But he always tries. Yeah. He always tries. Yeah, that's uh, I, I I love that about him. It's, it's like this sort of. Yeah, ex- existential aches. You know, he's always pushing that rock up the hill. He's the best. Uh, I love that. I don't know. I want to see that. I want to see that miniseries. It can happen. I'm telling you. All right. So creator-owned. Creator-owned stuff. Now you have uh, everlasting, right? How many? How many stories do you have of everlasting in you? Love everlasting. How, how, it's on. Go- to do eventually yeah how many you want it's ongoing Uh as many as i can get convince elsa to draw nice that that is the only limitation on us is is um is when she's gonna see through my bullshit uh yeah and um uh, yeah it's ongoing it's it i mean the model our model is sandman it's the idea is we're gonna tell stories that are incredibly wide-ranging you know from shakespeare to modern day to the future Mm mm-hmm all of them center around this character, Joan Peterson, who every time she falls in love, um, flies into another world and, and using sort of these tropes of romance comics to tell these stories. And yeah, it's, it, and it's, it's far and reaching and expanding. I mean, I, I have an ending in mind. I mean, I know what the, the answer to the riddle is. I know how it ends and I, I sort of know where I'm going. Um, I had to know because I've been pitching it to the TV networks. Yeah over and over again and the first question they have is like love it what's season two so i have to tell them what season two is and they're like okay season three season four season five so i have to tell them you know the whole thing uh which makes me wonder when they pitched lost did nobody asked them what the end was <laughs> uh, they did not <laughs> apparently but they, they definitely asked me uh so so yeah so it's all planned out but it's 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 gonna go pretty long three just came out on the Substack um for paid subscribers and three will come out for free in a few weeks 
for for non-paid subscribers, and then four is next. Four is done, and then five will obviously five is pretty much done, and then we'll take a little bit of a break just to make sure Elsa can get ahead and do do what she can, right. and then we'll start with the next arc, which I'm currently in the middle of writing, so I'm on issue. Um, and Elsa's already started drawing it, but I just haven't finished writing it yet. I'm on issue nine. So the next arc will be five issues. Each arc will be five issues. Nice, nice. Yeah, the next arc is just heartbreaking. Of course it is. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm Tom, I know, I'm, I'm writing my own. I would say, I would say. That's what, you, what you do. That's what I do. <laughs> now, anything else, uh, creator own coming up, uh, that you haven't talked about yet? I have another creator owned that's written uh i wrote um it's almost like a graphic novel but oh i thought you were going to say written by tom king like you didn't know you (laughs) wrote it uh no i mean i already wrote this first uh the first arc of it or whatever it's you know it's going to be a series of sort of seasons there's going to be breaks in between uh model a little bit on on what brubaker's doing with reckless where he Uh said complete story but it kind of continues and that is written being drawn as we speak uh, and I have no idea how or who is going to release it. I haven't sort of shopped it around yet. It's oh. just, it exists. Nice. Uh, okay. And it's, uh, like all I can say is it's, I've seen some of the art and it's, it's utterly gorgeous. And like, over, lo- like Love Everlasting, it's nothing like anything I've done before. And it will not surprise anyone what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> Know your audience. Just do, do yeah. what you do. Do what I do, yeah. It'll be full of angst, yes. and it'll be full of romance, and it'll be full of drama, and it'll, but it'll be a totally different genre and, and setting. Hmm. Okay. Now, anything happening outside of, not outside of comics, but in another venue of not just in comic book work, like... Was Is it, it not enough? Have I not done enough? No. I no. My three children occasionally see my wife. Oh, I'm see. tired. They, I'm they, so tired. Listen, you got to work. You got to keep working. Um, now, there was the Batman and Elmer Fudd. Wasn't there uh, something that was done with that, with your story that you did? No, not that I know of. Maybe you know something. Wasn't there an audio know. thing? An audio? That was a, a long... Uh, when the issue came out... Uh, comic book legend and, and a personal hero of mine, Neil Adams. Okay. Uh, read the. He had no idea I was who I was or, or anything about. It. He probably knew who Lee Weeks was, but not me. And he he liked it so much independently. I don't know who gave it to him. That he went onto YouTube and recorded an audio track, reading the whole thing out loud. I figured it should be mentioned. I mean, people still talk about that story, so I figured you should mention that so that people can. Uh can find it and it's very wonderful i'm if you type in i'm sure neil adams elmer fudd into youtube i'm sure it'll pop up um and it and it, it's I, I remember like being like oh my god because i i mean to to back up the story a little mm-hmm. bit when i first broke into comics the first comic i wrote nightwing 30 um after it came out it was not well received and i had sort of written part of it but it was it started my career and i can complain i still think it's a pretty good it's okay uh but uh, I know, so, like, there was like a, a an ironic, like, sort of a um, a, a podcast or, or or a group that like took the worst dialogue of the of the week and read it out loud as a play. 
online be like and they picked that book and they're like we're gonna do a play of how bad this book is <laughs> and i was just it killed me it was my first thing i'd never written and there was somebody making fun of my dialogue and reading it out loud in the worst way possible and so so this you know a year and a half later to have neil adams be like i like this so much i'm gonna read it out loud felt felt like a redemption story from that sort of first experience in comics nice that was the fight one right that was the one where bruce and yeah, that's the one where Bruce and Dick went at it and went at it hard. They were throwing Batmobiles at each other and stuff. It was they were throwing. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was an odd comic. It was. It was. It was but... my first, but it had a good it had had a good line in it where it was like, um, why you know he's making fun of that. Why do we fall so we can get back up? And he goes, and yeah, no, 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 we 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 fall so we can. Punch the guy who, who pushed us. It was something like that. It was something. It was. A, it was a good takedown line. I thought it was good. Oh yeah. yeah. It did yell, "I'm not your boy." In context, that could mean something else. But he's. They're both white, so it's fine. Um. <laughs> it worked out well. I mean, listen. You had Grayson. That was a. That was with 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 Saley, That was a, a pretty well received run. So. Barry, I, I was the star of my career. I was yeah. just talking to Tim earlier today. I love some of those Grayson issues. Yeah, right? that's some good stuff. I got stuff. no problem with that. That was me just starting out, you know, trying to out Stepping stones. Bit. All stepping stones. All stepping stones. Yeah, so I went into that. That was great. Uh, so I guess that's it for now. That is um, a, that's a run. Oh, I, I have a con coming up. I have MegaCon. Oh, go ahead. I have MegaCon in mm-hmm. just a few weeks. So if you're coming to MegaCon, come by my table. I'm sure it'll be in the program. I'm also doing, there's also like a bat event that we're doing with a bunch of us bat people that are there who have worked on. Uh, so Mitch will be there. Clay will be there. Okay. And gets awesome signatures nice. and sketches and whatnot. Right. So at Megacon, FedEx with Megacon, which is in uh, Orlando, Florida next month. All right. We'll get your questions in. So for when we do the next one, we'll have Tom read your, you know, he'll pick out the good ones, the great questions, and, and then we'll, He'll have you. Uh, we'll have you answer it, and we'll talk about it. Sounds good. Tom talks aloud again. Exactly. We'll work <laughs> on that. We'll work on that. That title still sounds a little strange, but that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so thank I'm, you, Daryl. I appreciate you doing this. No problem. No problem. I always enjoy talking with you. All right. So we'll we'll go for now. We'll be back. Uh, like I said, we'll we're working on it. We'll try to fit. We'll always fit it around Tom's schedule. If something major happens, like when, you know, Danger Street got taken off the the uh, schedule, something like that, we'll try to get one in. We'll try to record so that you kind of are kept up to date. So make sure to stay with the channel. And uh, so you'll be, you know, the first to kind of know when something's coming up, when he knows. Sounds good to me. All right. 